On the Choose to Think podcast, I will encourage and empower you to engage and optimize your best thought life in practical, meaningful ways so that you can live day by day in joy, peace, and God's purpose despite all externals. This is Victoria, and welcome back to the Choose to Think podcast. I'm so glad you're here. The psalm for today is Psalm 4, and we're going to focus on a little three-letter word, J-O-Y. Not only do we get to choose joy every single day, but God also gives us joy, this joy that's really deep in our hearts. So let's discover what that means together today. David penned this psalm during his flight from his son Absalom, and okay, little bit of a break here. It's so easy for me to say that. But when I really think about what that means, it blows my mind because David's running from his son. His son is trying to overthrow his reign, his father's reign. And I can't imagine what that kind of discord in his family must have been like. But anyway, it's titled An Evening Prayer of Trusting God. And in the psalm, David details a few of the privileges he experienced in his relationship with the Lord, such as relief during distress. Just imagine how distressful this would have been. Being heard in prayer, he rests in that assurance. Being set apart for God, David knew what his calling was, having gladness in his heart despite all the outward trial and adversity, and finally lying down to sleep in tranquility and safety despite being pursued, judged wrongly by others, uh, including his son, with his and with his very life at stake. The last two verses really stuck out to me. They say, you have given me greater joy than those who have abundant harvests of grain and new wine. In peace, I will lie down and sleep for you alone, O Lord, will keep me safe. And I wondered, how is it that God puts gladness or joy in our hearts amidst such hardship? Well, before we unpack the thought, let's listen to the beautiful song. And hey, be sure to stay tuned till the very end of this episode, because I've got a bonus for three listeners. Psalm 4, the NASB version. Answer me when I call, O God of my righteousness. You have relieved me in my distress. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. O sons of men, how long will my honor become a reproach? How long will you love what is worthless and aim at deception? But know that the Lord has set apart the godly man for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him. Tremble and do not sin. Meditate in your heart upon your bed and be still. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness and trust in the Lord. Many are saying, who will show us any good? Lift up the light of your countenance upon us, O Lord. You have put gladness in my heart more than when their grain and new wine abound. In peace, I will both lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me to dwell in safety. And this is the word of the Lord. What was meant when David said, what did he mean when he said, you've given me greater joy than those who have abundant harvests of grain and new wine? Well, let me set the stage with this exegesis by Keel, biblical commentary on the Old Testament. And he says this, quote, 
perhaps it was at the time of the Feast of Tabernacles. The harvest and the vintage were over. A rich harvest of corn and new wine was garnered. The followers of Absalom had in these rich stores, which were at their disposal, a powerful reserve upon which to fall back. David and his host were like a band of beggars or marauders. But the king brought down from the scepter of the beggar's staff is nevertheless happier than they, the rebels against him. What he possesses in his heart, talking about David, is a richer treasure than all that they have in their barns and cellars, end quote. Okay, so now taking that same passage, those little scriptures that we're trying to unpack, those verses, and exposing them or doing an expository look at them means that we're going to bring it a bit more personal application. Notice how this commentary expositor speaks to you, the reader. Quote, hereby thou hast many a time put gladness into my heart, not only supported and refreshed me, but filled me with joy unspeakable. And therefore this it is which I will still pursue and which I will seek after all the days of my life. Observe reader, when God puts grace into the heart, he puts gladness into it, nor is any joy comparable to that which gracious souls have in the communications of the divine favor. No, not the joy of harvest, even of a plentiful harvest, when the corn and wine greatly increase. This is gladness in the heart, inward, solid, substantial joy, but the mirth of carnal and worldly people is only a flash, a shadow, for even in laughter, their hearts are sorrowful. And that's from Proverbs 14, 13. And this last quote was from Benson Commentaries. Okay, so let's chat a moment about exactly how God might put gladness in your heart and mind. The word put also means to give and to set joy in our hearts. It is used actually over 2,000 times in the Old Testament, you know, to, to actually put put the word put. And it seems like that's a common verb to us also, to put or to place or to set. And the first time, though, it's so curious, the first time it was used was in Genesis 1.17, quote, God set these lights in the sky to light the earth. I love connecting how God puts or sets joy in our hearts with how he set the stars in the sky. I think that's kind of neat. You know, God positions or fashions or quote, hangs joy just right in our inner hearts and minds much more than any time or event in our lives might evoke earthly delight and pleasure. In other words, We have joyous times, but nothing that we go through, any event, think about a wedding or a new baby or a graduation, all these wonderful events and feasts and celebrations that we have, and they're wonderful, they're great, and we're happy and we're alive when we do those things because we love connecting with our loved ones and our friends, but they pale in comparison to the joy that God gives us, the joy of our salvation, the joy of His presence. You know, he hangs joy right there in our hearts, just like he hung the stars of the universe. And this joy is meant to be a marker for God's goodness and his eternal love for us. In other words, there's no amount of money, fame or fortune, accomplishment or victory that can exceed the fleeting joy 
that comes through human endeavor. In other words, all those wonderful things in our lives, yes, they bring us joy, but the joy doesn't last. But the joy God gives is forever suspended and hung there in our hearts. And you know, it got me to thinking, what does joy do to our brains? Joy packs a pretty good dopamine and serotonin punch in our noggins that make us want to connect with others. In other words, relationships and other people are central to feelings of joy and happiness. Joy also builds resilience and godly character. Joy is a fruit of the spirit within us. After recognizing that God places joy in our hearts, what else can we do here in a practical sense, to foster a sense of that kind of joy in our lives. Well, here are five ideas. Number one, pray and relish your relationship with the Lord. Lean on him, depend on him and talk to him. God is joy and he is your joy. Discover what that means. Number two, journal about those things that bring you joy and why. Start thinking about ways you might be able to choose joy daily. Many things that bring you joy also reflect what you're most grateful for in life. So start thinking about those. Number three, is there a particular place that kind of takes your breath away? You know, God's creation is magnificent. Or maybe there's a room of your house Perhaps it's a stroll through your garden or a hike in the woods. Visit that place often and take note of your happy feelings there. It's good for your brain. Number four, connect with your loved ones and friends. Play pickleball, tennis, join an exercise class, schedule regular Zoom meetings over tea, join a small group. Tension has a way of dissipating when we have meaningful and positive connections with others. The more we connect, the more we will want to connect. That's what's going on in our brains. It's when we evoke and we have those joyful and happy feelings, then we want to have those more. And it's a win-win for joy. And number five, laugh. Create a stash of funny videos or of maybe of comedians that really speak to you and make you laugh. Smile a lot while you're at it. And here's one bonus tip. Stop comparing yourself to others. Just like King David knew his enemies were having the time of their lives in celebration while he was over there um, trying to stay alive, he squared it all away. And and you know what? He he knew that nothing, absolutely nothing on this earth could compare with the lasting presence and joy that only God could give him. So today our prayer is going to look a little different because I want to pray a hymn that was penned by Henry Van Dyke around 1906. And this hymn, I know if, I mean, I can't sing it, but well, I could, but oh my goodness, you might just have a riot on the other side of your earbuds or something. But this hymn was actually meant to be sung in Beethoven's Hymn to Joy. Okay, if you think, la da 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 you know, it's that one. Do you know it? Well, the words are just spectacular. And I thought they went so nicely with the theme of choosing joy. Okay, so here it is. Joyful, joyful, we adore thee, God of glory, Lord of love. Hearts unfold like flowers before thee, opening to the sun above. Melt the clouds of sin and sadness. Drive the dark of doubt away. Giver of immortal gladness, fill us with the light of day. All thy works with joy surround thee. 
earth and heaven reflect thy rays. Stars and angels sing around thee, center of unbroken praise. Field and forest, vale and mountain, flowery meadow, flashing sea, singing bird and flowing fountain, call us to rejoice in thee. And now, Brain Changer, speaking about getting a good night's sleep, you may want to go back to episode 44, Top Secrets to Help You Sleep Better, to snag some practical tips on getting a healthy and good night's rest. And here's the bonus. If you are one of the first three listeners in the contiguous U.S. to jump over to our Facebook group, the Fired Up Mind and Choose to Think podcast community, and say that you've listened to this episode and to share what brings you joy... I'm going to send you a t-shirt and then I want you to send me a photo of yourself wearing it and I'll use it for marketing. I mean, come on, you'll be famous. What do you have to lose there? And anyway, truly, I appreciate your tuning in so faithfully. If you like what you're hearing, would you mind rating and writing a one to two sentence review on Apple Podcasts or sharing the link with a friend? If you want to support the show, it's really easy to do. Just click the listener support tab on Anchor. Bust on over to victoriadwalker.com for more information. And last thing, would you like to order a custom t-shirt with I Choose Joy Today as the message? That's the theme for this episode. And I'll put all the links where you can get that tea in the show notes. And until next time, Dios primero y que Dios te bendiga. Chao.